Today, Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley face off in a debate while Donald Trump joins Fox News. Speaking of Trump, have you heard he wants to round people up in camps? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't actually want to do that, but uh, you will not believe what the latest Hollywood elitist talking point is on that. We've got all of that and more coming up, but it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and I am joined today by Yaku Buyans, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, along with the founder of Rebel News himself, Ezra Levant. Thank you for being here. It's great to be here. Thank you. How cold is it where you're from right now? Well, you know, in Toronto, it's just around freezing. But in Western Canada, it's like minus 30. That's Insane. Wait, uh, Fahrenheit or Celsius? When you're that cold, it's the same. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't even matter. Talking off air, I live in Toronto, and it gets to a point where it doesn't matter. Minus 40 is the same. Stop asking Celsius, Fahrenheit. You just go, it hurts. (laughs) Well, we're glad that you're here, and you're probably glad that you're here, too. too, It's like, what, 60? I don't know. We have the sun, so you're welcome. (laughs) And complaining in there. So I don't know if you guys watched the, well, you had to have recorded one and watched the other if you were going to watch both of them um, we recorded both and uh, then watched them later but uh, so I want to go through some of what happened last night first of all I don't think anyone will be shocked to hear that the ratings are in and Donald Trump uh, received 4.3 million views with Fox News while DeSantis and Haley received 2.5 million um, so over on CNN so Obviously, which is, again, why I understand why Trump is saying he's not going to the debate with these people. But I just I I want the popcorn. I want to watch it all play out. He's obviously the one that makes things interesting um, and you never know what he's going to say. So um, those that those numbers are no surprise. So I want to go through. Let's go ahead and um, let's go ahead and go through some of these. What do you want to go Trump first or do you want to go? DeSantis and Haley. I feel like DeSantis and Haley. Yeah. You want, let, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go through some of these. So let me go down to, um, let's do clip number one here. DeSantis is uh, calling out Nikki Haley for her support of Ukraine funding. And, you know, he's talking about the globalists and she just gives this big old eye roll. Here's that. Watch. I'm the only one running for president that served uh, in the armed forces. I deployed uh, to Iraq back in 2007, 2008. Uh, so I understand what our what our military goes through. And then let's go ahead and play. This was one of this is one of my favorites. And I would love to, to get your thoughts on this. Let's play clip number three here. Ron DeSantis uh, talking about Nikki Haley to his credit. He's right that she is very liberal on positions that conservatives completely disagree with. Um, But he says she might be more liberal than Gavin Newsom. Here's that. We need to deliver and get this stuff done. And I think the difference between uh, Nikki Haley and me, you know, I listened to all that litany of stuff. You know, I debated the governor of California, Gavin Newsom. Um, you know, I thought he lied a lot. Uh, man, Nikki Haley may gives him a run for his money and she may even be more liberal than Gavin Newsom is. I was like, it's a good line, but come on. Gavin Newsom is just the worst. And I realize that Ezra comes from a place where, I mean, yeah. they're way worse than Gavin Newsom, I think, probably. But for here, 
I think Justin Trudeau and Gavin Newsom, they almost sort of look the same. They're both, they do. They're both lo- they do. Yeah, they love the mirror. They love their hair. <laughs> yeah. They're all about the spin. They're, they're disaster at actually running things. Yeah. Gavin Newsom is bad enough for California, but imagine if he ran the whole country. That's Trudeau. <laughs> And let exactly. me tell you, it does not work. It yeah. does not work. Yeah, you can't, it, as it turns out, you shouldn't vote for someone based on their physical appearance. Because I, di- I did, I hear that a lot, was that women were like, oh, we just love Justin Trudeau. He's so dreamy. Let's vote for him. I mean, he's a total socialist and he's going to turn our, you know. This is the Barbie syndrome that has crept into this country yes. for generations. Yes. Where Ken is an ensemble. He's yeah. a nothing. He has no drive, nothing. He's just, he doesn't even have a car, a house, nothing. But he looks the part. I throw Barack Obama in there. Oh, well, I, I think that's when it the first swab, started on a, on a national swab. level. He's articulate mm-hmm. and he's an orator. Great. Can you run anything? He couldn't run. I mean, Newsom can't run a lemonade stand. And I, he's the guy. And I don't know that Trudeau is ho- horrifically liberal, but I put Newsom. If you give Newsom a country, he will beat Trudeau. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so obviously there was a lot of talk uh, about Ukraine in this particular debate. Um, Nikki Haley tried to call Ron DeSantis out for she says that he backed funding Ukraine uh, at first and then reversed his position. And she said, nobody, nobody knows what he believes. I know that she also uh, poked at him a lot. I can't recall, I wish that I had a tally for how many times she said, you can find it at DeSantisLies.com. DeSantisLies.com. Make sure you check out DeSantisLies.com. We're like, we got it. We got it. Do we, do we have that clip? Is that what I'm seeing up here? Okay, let's watch some of that. Well, I think this is a time that we know that we need a new generational leader. We have watched our country be in disarray. We see the world on fire and we need someone who's had executive experience. I've been a two term governor that took a double digit unemployment state and turned it into an economic powerhouse. I was at the U.N. I dealt with Russia, China, Iran every day. Um, But you're going to find out tonight that there's going to be a lot of Ron's lies that have happened. There are at least a couple of dozen so far that he's done. So what we're going to do is rather than have him go and tell you all these lies, you can go to DeSantisLies.com and look at all of those. There's at least two dozen lies that he's told about me, and you can see where fact checkers say exactly what's going to happen and exactly why it's wrong. So it will cover the fact that he's only mad about the donors because the donors used to be with him, but they're no longer with him now. And that's because he's upset about the fact that his his campaign is exploding. You're going to see the fact that he has switched his um, policies multiple times, and we'll call that out tonight. But every time he lies, Drake University, don't turn this into a drinking game because you will be overserved by the end of the night. What? I can't. I can't take her. I can't take her one-liners. You know, it's tough to be mean in a way that wins people over Donald Trump because he's got that Manhattan brawler yeah, style. That must be he's it. With the Nick, he's a, he's a natural entertainer. I I think half the time Trump doesn't even mean to insult people. It's just sort of a style, and so it it works for him. Yeah. I think, frankly. Both DeSantis and Haley aren't good at being mean. I don't think they're mean naturally, but I think they know that gets the attention. Vivek Ramaswamy 
he's, I think he's the closest to Trump in terms of his zingers. He is. Um, he was missed on that stage. Yeah. It was, it, it was, it was boring, I thought. And I think both of these two, mm -hmm. I mean, frankly, both of them have some accomplishment. I, I, Nikki Haley's not, I'm, listen, I'm a Canadian, I couldn't vote for either of them anyways, but I think they were trying to be, each of them was trying to be something they weren't there. Yeah, I agree. I, I was, if I, if I may, Ezra, I was going to say this, it's a lack of authenticity in the mm -hmm. one-liners. Mm -hmm that falls flat. Trump is authentic. Yeah. Right. Like him, hate him, doesn't matter, and he's gonna do it to himself in the mirror. Yeah. yeah. Alone in his house, walking around, calling pots and kettles by name. Oh, little kettle, you know? <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's, it's authentic. Yeah. And America needs authenticity. We gotta get away with the fluff. We're fleeced left, right, and center. It's authenticity. Ron, as a governor, against woke culture, Authentic. Mm -hmm. yeah. When he takes that podium yeah. with some sheriffs behind him and he says, Disney, you're going to pay your fair share. Yeah. You're going to get your permits and licenses to build your bathroom like John down the street. Authentic, they rally. For some reason, they get on these platforms and these, I hate these one -liners. I know. Can't I know. Stand. I can't either. But Trump, it's not a one-liner. Right. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, well, right. And you know, I mean, he, he just has no filter. He's just going to say whatever, whatever's thinking just goes straight out the mouth and there's just no filter, there's no process. Um, and I think, quite frankly, that's what a lot of people love about him is that you know that he's saying what he feels and you're, you he's gonna, right, he's gonna shoot you straight. Um, by the way, the control room told me that she did say DeSantisLies.com 16 times while they were on stage. So just in case you didn't catch it, the first 15, she did give that extra 16th one. Um, but to your point, you know, it was interesting because as my husband and I were watching this, I noticed that Neither of them were doing a lot of turning and making eye yeah, contact yeah. with the other one when they were talking. And I said, um, he said, well, what, what would you do? I'm like, you turn and you watch them talk 100%. about you. You look at them and you dare them to make eye contact with you when they are saying something about you. That's what you do, of course. What we call it in the fight game? A square off. Yeah. You get face yeah. to face. And Every you, time. And you don't flinch. Yep. This is, I'm going to dare you to say it to my face. Yeah. And, and again. And Nikki, neither of them could do it. Nikki Haley. Well. To your point, Ezra, they're too nice. Well. There's the element of Ron's people in his ear going, if you do it, they're going to be sexist and you're going to be yeah. a bully and that nonsense, yeah, right? That's Nikki true. Nikki is just coward. She looks down. She lo you know, yeah, when she a really woman was. looks up and left, she's lying. It's a fact. When a woman looks up and right, she's processing and thinking. Look how often Nikki looks up and left, okay? She lies. But she can't compare her gubernatorial uh, you know, season to a DeSantis taking on the wokest of woke. Mm. Disney and all these, no, it's not even comparable, right? So, but to your point, I love these, Ezra, these videos when Trump is in Qatar, he's at the UN, Trump's got this thing when he shakes your hand, he'll shake and pull. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. and, and it's, and it's, and it's, it's just like thing, I'm here. Once I'm here, I'm gonna look you in the eye and I'm here. And, and you need that. Yeah. As a leader of the free world. Yeah. Ezra. You know, I, I wish that we could narrow the field a little bit because I think there, we, we need a clear choice between a couple of people. And I think they have to shake out some of these folks. I don't know how it's going to go down. I hear theories uh, being brooded. And again, I'm referring to Vivek again. Mm -hmm. He has this idea, and I, every time I hear it, it terrifies me, that you know, what have they done to take out Trump? They've done everything they can legally and extra-legally. I'm terrified that they're going to go beyond legal measures. Look, someone tried to assassinate Jair Bolsonaro of Brazil just weeks before the election, stabbed him. He lost half his blood. Mm. 
assassination is something real. And I know this sounds way, way out there, but look at the, they've broken the Constitution, they've broken laws, they've done insane things to stop them. They want to jail the guy, they want to take him off the, the ballot. I'm worried that, God forbid, they actually do something physical to him, and then what would happen? Well, well, anarchy, it's something that Tucker has, has pontificated a lot, mm. Tucker Carlson. Tucker has actually, when he, when he was one-on-one with Trump, he flat out asked him, and Trump avoided the conversation. And he kept going, too. Because He's like, no, awkward. I really think someone's going to try to kill you. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> I mean, I didn't respond to that. I mean, millions you know, of dollars turn on it. I mean, yeah. just, just think yeah. of a, the, the world affairs, let alone American affairs, let alone economic well, Ezra, affairs. I pray that does not happen, because that'll be, it, it's going to be bad enough for people to write his name onto a ballot and it not be counted. It's yeah. going to be anarchy. I mean, it's, it's not good. And it is a concern. It's always a concern. It's not something we ever want to see, of course, but, but I, I put nothing over this political class on yeah. the left. I, I don't sell them short on anything. They are capable of the darkest yeah. because they're deprived and deprived, both. They are absolutely insane and have lost all, all bearing of, of truth and, and, and country. When did you last see a people in this country not consider the nation? Mm. Meaning the people. It is party. You know, when the defense secretary was in the hospital and Joe Biden didn't know Mm -hmm. for almost a week, it's not just that they didn't tell him, but... I mean, my God, there's, there's war or the rumors of war. There's American aircraft carriers being attacked daily by these Houthi rebels shooting missiles. You would think that they would talk daily. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he, he didn't even know and it didn't come up, like he didn't have... Uh, who's running the show right now? No briefing. I, yeah, no briefing, no curiosity. I, I find... I mean, they, they would always say, we need grown-ups back in charge. Yeah. We need professionals. Grown-ups. Yeah. I mean, I, that classic shot of Joe Biden sleeping on the beach. I mean, he's taken about a quarter of his time yeah. at, on holidays. I, I don't know if I should think, well, that's good because he's not messing up. Or who's actually making the decisions? Who's actually got the nuclear football? And I know I'm talking about outlandish things, whether it's a pro- prospect of an assassination or you know, almost a Manchurian president. But I don't actually believe that Joe Biden is the decider. No, is there some no. Politburo, some group of... Yeah party insiders. I don't know who the decider is. I, I think the Ron DeSantis has some royal jelly. It hasn't shown in this primary season. Trump obviously has a ton of it, even if he's occasionally erratic, but that keeps the bad guys on the back foot. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, Predictable. I just wish we would get get to the to the end here a little bit faster. I, yeah. Listen, I, I like a lot of these candidates. Yeah. There's something to like about each one of them, or almost each one of them. <laughs> I, uh, I'd like to get to the good part. Yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, it's, I'm like, whew, it's January 11th. It's only January. Is uh, Iowa in four days, I think? I mean, it's, it's yeah. Monday. Yeah. Monday. Caucus is yeah. next week. Yeah. It's Monday. I Monday. just, I just want to survive until November. Um, so, all right, let's go ahead and let's take a quick break and then let's get into some of the Trump uh, town hall because that one was fascinating as well. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So, you know, we're just discussing heading towards a presidential election in November. And there's one thing that you can be sure of. 
2024 is going to be a tumultuous year. All right. So how will your hard earned savings fare? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation, Biden inflation, I would say, at the pump, at the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than wages can increase. So you need to make sure that you're protecting your savings. Consider, if you will, diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. You can text the word Y to 989898. They're going to send you a free information kit. There's no obligation, but they're going to explain to you um, what the IRA is and does, how it can help you, and, of course, how gold historically has been the best hedge against inflation. My family does business with Birch Gold. We just I told you guys we just recently um, diversified a little bit more into gold and silver. So um, I'm not a financial advisor, but they do have financial advisors. So go ahead and text the word Y to 989898. Get that free information kit from Birch Gold. Before we move on, I, I did want to share this Daily Mail poll. They polled their readers. Uh, 55% voted that DeSantis won last night's debate. Nikki Haley uh, received 31% and 14% just didn't know. Which, honestly, I admire the dedication of someone to answer a poll question when your answer is just, I don't know. I don't know. You're, <laughs> but you're still going through the trouble of voting. Uh, so that's fascinating. 14% did not know. But those are those numbers. So let's go over to Donald Trump, who, honestly, my favorite part of this town hall was that he got in, like, certain sniping at Fox News just like, oh, well, uh, I sounds like Fox News would have asked the, laugh, the last part of that question. So I'm glad you included the first part and just, I mean, just got in his little his little digs at Fox News because um, it's Trump. And why would he not? But I want to play first um, this clip number. This is clip number eight here. So, of course. Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley went back and forth on what their foreign policy would be should they get in charge and have to fix all of Joe Biden's messes. And uh, Donald Trump was like, well, I mean, none of this would have happened if I was in office, which I think is absolutely demonstrably true. Here's that. Along with people with hundreds of nuclear weapons, it's not a bad thing. You know, they want to make it like a bad thing. It's a very good thing. But peace through strength. They didn't want to mess around. It would have never happened in Ukraine. Russia would have never gone in. Would have never happened. The recent attack on Israel would have never happened. A hundred, I mean, zero percent chance that was going to happen. They see a weak president in our country and they did something that was unthinkable. So we're going to have peace through strength. We're not going to have to fight. So show me the lie for as much as for as much as they wanted to say that Donald Trump was Putin's puppet. Uh, Putin didn't do what he did with Ukraine while Donald Trump was in charge. He did it twice with Biden when Biden was vice president. Mm-hmm. Then everyone was very careful during Trump's years. And then and they're all taking their measure. Listen, Xi Jinping basically yeah. announced to Joe Biden he will retake Taiwan. And I and I think Trump's also right on Hamas, the terrorist group. I mean, Hamas itself is is lawless and chaotic and, and evil and unresponsive to diplomacy, but their benefactors, uh, Qatar, mm-hmm. Turkey, they they wouldn't have pulled this on Trump. And you just know mm-hmm. that Trump would have made one phone call to and the Qataris yep. yep. and Iran. Exactly. I mean, the green light, the releasing the billions and 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 winking at what they're doing. 
I don't know. I, I think that Trump would have made one call to the Qataris and said, hand over the leadership mm-hmm. of Hamas or, or it'll be your leadership that's, that's uh, tripped up. I don't, you, don't want to, you don't want to put it all on one man. You don't want to, you know, he's not, he's not a perfect man and he's, he's not a universal problem solver, but it, peace through strength is exactly what it was. And because every now and then he would smash something, like I remember when Xi Jinping visited Mar-a-Lago over dessert, Trump fired off a bunch of cruise missiles like it was no big deal. That was a, that was a signal of, I'm, I'm friendly and jokey, but I'm, I can blow stuff yeah. up. Don't mess around. Right. And, and no one thinks Biden is that way. No one, Biden doesn't even know where he is half the time. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. We, and, and I've said it here before. We, we had Xi Jinping send his delegation, didn't even show up, to meet with Joe Biden in Alaska and said, America no longer negotiates from a place of strength. It's an absolute insult, would never have happened. You know, 100% Trump is correct, peace through strength. No, it's not one man, it's the idea. It's not the man. It just happens to be that the man holds the right idea. And the others don't hold the right idea. And I do think Ron DeSantis holds that idea, I do. But Trump has a persona and they know that they don't know what he may do. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they don't know, and it's that, it's that, and you make such a good point. It's the surrounding elements of Hamas is a maggot, okay, on their own. They, they, they flew little, you know, rinky-dink airplanes in and then get funded by the friends, and it's the mm-hmm. friends and the mm-hmm. support system that say, we're not crossing America for you. Mm-hmm. Not that America, not the Trump America, where you could really go energy independent. Because one conversation. Right. Middle East, you want to be with Hamas? We're energy, drill, baby, drill. And they go, "Uh, please, let's, what do we need to do? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not war. Yeah. But there's a reason we have Delta Force and SEAL teams and a million man army and a fleet and a navy. It is strength you never want to fire, Mm -hmm. but you want to be able to. Right. Right. Well, also, speaking of that, you also want to make sure that you know if your uh, defense secretary is incapacitated (laughs) or at least maybe that his, uh, you know, his replacement would be would aware, which she she wasn't out of the country. Yeah. Yeah. Any I mean, any of that would be nice. You know, while we're talking about potentially going to war, that might be nice. Um, I want to play clip number six here. This is Donald Trump. So I think perhaps. It's hard during primary season, Ezra. You're, you're here all the time. It's hard during primary season because I'm like, one thing I say, I, we, we just complimented Trump, so now I've pissed off the DeSantis people. Okay? And, and I'm people. about to, yes, the Vivek people are not happy with me because I, look, I gave him a compliment. I said I wanted him on the stage last night. He would have spiced things up. I do think that he brings that element and he was sorely missed. I just don't know that I trust him. Um, but... Now I'm going to make the Donald Trump people mad, what I have to say about this clip. Uh, clip number six, Donald Trump on DeSantis's opinion of Dr. Fauci. Watch. Ben. And of course, Ron DeSantis would, would definitely argue with your uh, characterization of how he handled it. But if you go back and look at the records, you will see that the biggest fan of Dr. Fauci was Ron DeSanctimonious. He was a big fan. He said, I go by exactly, quote, I go by what Dr. Fauci said. He said that two months in, all the way through, and then eventually changed when it wasn't, you know, that wasn't the dessert of the day. But Ron DeSantis was a big Dr. Fauci fan, and nobody wants to cover that. I say it every time. That's just not true. 
That's just not true. Perhaps nobody wants to cover it because it's just not true. I mean, you can say it, but it's just not true. And this is an issue that I think there are many Americans who want to hear Donald Trump reflect on and say something other than, well, Ron Ron, uh, DeSanctimonious liked him, too. Well, I mean, I didn't get enough credit for the vaccine. I just think there are a lot of Americans who hesitate because he cannot he cannot reflect upon the mistakes during covid in which he could have a very, um, I think, a a good I think he has a good response to that. Right. It was an unprecedented time. I'm not a doctor. I had to trust the experts that they surrounded me with. And it was I mean, put it all on Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks. I think that would be an easy thing to do and an understandable thing to do because he doesn't he's not a scientist. He's not in there in the lab with a lab coat as much as the left wanted to pretend like he was. They're like, I will never take a Trump vaccine as if he's in there like mixing concoctions to formulate the vaccine himself. Um, It's just it's frustrating it's frustrating to hear. And so now that I've pissed off everyone in the audience, um, what are your thoughts, gentlemen? <laughs> I think you're right. Listen, the whole world watched Ron DeSantis and his approach to the to the lockdown, yeah. the pandemic. I mean, in Canada, uh, fleeing to Florida was a thing. Right. You know, people sometimes say, if the Republicans win, I'm moving to Canada. A lot of Canadians moved to Florida because Canada had such strict lockdowns. I'm not saying DeSantis didn't go with the flow for a week or two. Everyone sort of knows that. Right. But he, he sobered up pretty quickly, yes. whereas Donald Trump, and obviously I'm a fan like everyone else, he really did delegate an awful lot of power to those guys, and right to the end. Mm-hmm. Like, he was honoring Fauci right to the end. Yep. And and I think if he would reflect on it and say, look, we got to get better at policy, at, at personnel decisions next yeah. time. There you go. Yeah, there exactly. you go. We've got yeah, a, exactly. And there was no pandemic exemption in the Constitution. There were right. a few lines and people would say, right on, you learn. We don't hold it against you. But he's yes. digging. Listen, I love the fact that Trump digs in, never explains, never apologizes. There's something in him that you got to love the stubbornness. That's what makes him who he is. But on that, you're not going to persuade people mm-hmm. that Ron DeSantis was a Fauci fan. DeSantis was, led the other governors. He calls the Texas governor. And Christy Nome caused everyone to smarten up because mm-hmm. they thought, well, if DeSantis can do it, so can we. And it wasn't easy for the first couple of weeks when DeSantis was the freedom governor. Yeah. Oh, my God, the media tried to devour yeah. him. He held the line. He actually showed a, a very thoughtful stubbornness. I, I just think that Trump loses when he's on that ground. Yeah. He should move to other ground. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. There's there's so much more that he can say, especially like he does say this also, but it's like Ron DeSantis wouldn't be where he was if I didn't give him my endorsement. Ron DeSantis was ba- he's he's pushing all the same policies that I'm that I'm pushing. So why would you vote for I've already been president. You saw how what I did. I mean, there are so many different lanes that he could take other than. Yeah, but Ron DeSantis liked Fauci, too. Look, it's undeniable what you're saying, because you remember DeSantis saying, come here, our beaches are open. Right. Simple line. Right. When people are arrested and running up and down Malibu Beach. Come here, our beaches are open. It's, it's and aside even, from ca- Canada, yeah, no. New York, California, yeah. I mean, it's not everyone. Even, it's not even debatable. And to my point earlier, this is my point. Nikki Haley can't compete with what Ron DeSantis has done. This guy stood through COVID and did things. Pride comes before the fall. This is not a good characteristic trait for Trump. You would... You would be so much even more relatable to the people if you go, guys, you know what? I got it wrong a couple of times. I listened to the wrong people. Mm-hmm. I allowed foxes into the hen house. They leaked my confidential information out of my Oval Office within minutes. 
I learned, I'm going to serve you better, I'm going to be stronger next time, I'm going to be wiser, and I will never again let a nine-term Fauci who survived Clinton and Bush and Obama come into my administration. That's my commitment to you as a country. That is a leader. That's a father that tells his son, son, let me tell you where I fell, because I don't want you to fall there, but we're going to pick it up. He would, he would exponentially grow. Yeah. That's not defeat. That's strength mm-hmm. to say, that's not happening again. Yeah. Because the fact is, he was the commander-in-chief. He did fast track the vaccine program. He doubled down on it, not just up to the end of the White House, recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We should not be proud of the vaccine program. Zero. Yeah, that should never that, happen again. That thing is, I'll say it, I don't want to get you off YouTube, that program was more dangerous than the virus. And so, 100%. So, so you can say, hey, man, I learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I learned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. We've got to uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. But we want to thank our sponsor, the segment Preborn. So this is so cool. Last year, because of you, Preborn's network of clinics saw over 58,000 babies saved. Um, we really appreciate all of you who helped make this possible. And for those of you who uh, are, they, you don't know, you haven't heard yet what Preborn does, what they do is they go into these uh, areas that they have very, very high abortion rates. And th- oftentimes their clinics are positioned like right by uh, Planned Parenthood or an abortion clinic. And um, they, you know, get these women to come in. And if they can convince the women to come in and get an ultrasound, um, They've realized that all of the lies that the left has been telling them, like this is just a clump of cells. This is not, you know, it's not actually a, a living, a living human in your body, I, which I don't know what what is it, a kangaroo? I don't know what else it is. But the point is, the left has been lying to them. And these women see their baby on the ultrasound. They see they hear the heartbeat. And it is a life changing moment. Um, and oftentimes I think it's like they they've double, uh, double at choosing life once they actually see the ultrasound, you know, $28 a month can be the difference between the life and death of a child because that's how much it costs to get an ultrasound and hear the heartbeat. So if you would like to help us save the babies, please, you can go to uh, preborn.com slash Sarah. You can also dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Um, remember, there's no H in Sarah. It's just an unnecessary letter. You can go over to preborn.com slash Sarah. So I want to um, I want to play Whoopi Goldberg, who every time I know I know Yaku's already like, oh, oh my, my gosh, you have to play a clip from the View again. Every time I'm like, play a scene from Sister Act. That was her best moment, and then it went downhill from there. How how is it possible that this show is still on? Who is watching this show? It's underwritten by the by the Democratic Party. It must be. I, I just it, it actually is really depressing if you think about it uh, that 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 a show like this is still profitable, which means people are still watching it, wow. which means people actually consume this trash. Um, but I want to play Whoopi Goldberg talking about you know Joe Biden running for democracy, which of course we are not a democracy, but they like to say we are a democracy. So they ingrain it in your head so that you think that we are a democracy when we're not. But um, she talked about Trump. And if he wins, he's going to, like, round people up and put them in camps and stuff. Watch. 
But I, the poll I showed suggested Fetterman may actually be the most popular senator in America right now. I, I don't know, but I've never seen a transformation of a guy move to the right yeah. after being elected. And of course, he had the stroke and things right. like that. I don't know. Maybe he's healing. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he's getting sharper or something. Yeah. It's just, I don't know if you've noticed it. but Oh, yeah, for sure. We have. For we've, sure. We've for sure. It, yeah. Well, and I mean... How scary is it then, to Ezra's point, Yaku, how scary is it that John Fetterman seems to be the adult in the room? <laughs> the, the, big, the giant in the hoodie. Can we go there? Because by no means would I ever agree with the most moderate liberal back in 1957 and 65. You know, this is still the people that brought us Kinsey and Hefner and Love is Love movement. And, sure. You know, with Fauci back then, even with AZT and, and HIV. But Fetterman is just that guy now. And it looks almost conservative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we must very quickly remind ourselves that it's not. Yeah. But it looks that way. And that, that is a clear indicator. It's a plumb line to show how far the left has yeah. moved. Compare Fetterman to, to Whoopi. This is a certifiably insane woman. She's out of her mind. Completely out. But people will listen to her. She has lost her marbles. She doesn't even make sense. She contradicts herself. Look, there's, there's a deep, dark hurt in that woman. Yeah. That when did Trump send rounding people in camps? I can show you camps. I can show you what Biden's doing. I can show you how when our Congress, when, when Mike Johnson goes down to the border, he holds 13,000 migrants in a camp in Mexico and doesn't allow them to cross, because I was there, doesn't allow them to cross over because nothing to see here. And the next morning, mm-hmm. release them from the camp. Mm-hmm. So no, Barack Obama building cages, right? It's projection, you nail it, to the Umph degree. Yeah. All right. We've got to uh, take a quick break. We'll be right back. I thought you were a cat. All right. One of your journalists, Ezra, just recently got arrested. David Menzies. Okay. So he was questioning uh, the deputy prime minister over there in Canada and he was arrested. I want to play this clip and then I want you to tell us about it. Watch. Freeland, how come the IRDC is not a terrorist group? Why is your government supporting Islamo-Nazism? So excuse Police, me. you're under arrest. What is your name in your badge? What is your name second. in your badge? You've been told you're under arrest. Why am I under arrest? He, 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 he brought my race. I was just scrumming uh, Christian Freeland. I'm a police officer. You're under arrest. What is your name in your badge? I'm assaulting police officer. How is that possible? Okay. Because you assaulted me three years ago. What the hell? Assault. You know, 15 million people have watched that clip for two reasons. First of all, he was arrested for asking a question. Yeah. He might not like yes. the question, but he didn't touch her. He didn't not threaten her. He didn't uh, swear at her. He, he was sort of walking backwards with her like he wasn't mm-hmm. trying to block her. Mm-mm. By the way, he was asking about uh, and the uh, Islamic Republican Guard Corps of Iran. It's not considered a terrorist group in Canada, so they're active in Canada. So it's a really legit question. Wow. They... That wasn't the end of it. They handcuffed him. They smashed him up against the wall. They frog marched him into a police car. 
Why? So arresting a journalist is crazy enough, but you could see they were lying. Yeah. He didn't assault anybody. In fact, the cop sort of moved behind him and put his arm out and, oh, you brushed against me, that's assault. It was crazy. Wow. Now, I'm happy to tell you that he was released. They are not pressing charges. But this is not the first time that bodyguards for Trudeau, or in this case, the deputy prime minister, have roughed him up. And I hate it when it happens. It feels like something that happens in a place like Turkey or Iran or China. That shouldn't be how it is in Canada. But I have to say, Justin Trudeau has an authoritarian streak in him, just like his father did. Uh, Trudeau, Justin Trudeau was once asked, what country do you most admire? He said China yeah. because of its basic dictatorship. And we don't have a strong First Amendment like America does, yeah. so we're always on the back foot. Trudeau hates independent, skeptical, critical journalists. And the deputy prime minister there is sort of mini-me. She didn't, say, she didn't say, oh, no, it's fine. Like, she could have said, oh, it's fine. She had a press conference about an hour ago. She said, I got nothing to say. It's police business. It was your bodyguard. Wow. It was your bodyguard. I hate to say it. But freedom in Canada is waning. It's still partly free. I'm not going to say it's a tyrannical place, but it's eroding. And the trouble is, uh, most of the other media networks in the country, they're just sort of, not, they don't want to make a fuss. Because mm -hmm. Trudeau is the number one supporter of journalism in Canada. Massive subsidies, about a third of the cost of all journalists in every newsroom is paid by Trudeau. So if you're paying a newsroom, they're not going to criticize you. I don't, I, I don't want to say it's a five alarm fire, but it's, it's, getting, it's getting worse. Why are you laughing? You, what, you think that's a conflict of interest or something? Ezra, to accept money oh, from man. the this, this, prime this, minister? There's probably private partnerships. Yeah, yeah. Okay. exactly what it is. Yeah. This, is this is Africa. Yeah. This is how, you know, Kabila, you know, ran the, the, the Congo, okay? He owns the military. They're the ones raping and pillaging, plundering. He owns the media. He throws Zuckerberg in there. I mean, this is how it works. Trudeau paying the media says it all. But Ezra, you, you said something. We're still partially free. We're not quite a dictatorship. Ezra, you hit what you aim at. And Canada's aim is at dictatorship. Mm. Biden's aim is at dictatorship. And if you let them be, they're going to hit it. Mm -hmm. no, not today, not tomorrow, but they're going to hit it. We need to change aim. Yeah. And they'll, they'll use language that confuses. They'll say, it's a fact check. Your information is not trustworthy. Yeah. It's misinformation and disinformation. <laughs> they'll never say, oh, we're censors. No, 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 we don't no. censor. We just go after disinformation. Mm -hmm. But we're also, we're also the arbiters. We're also, we're the judge, the jury, you know, the bailiff. You know, we just happen to be all of it. I happen to pay the media. <laughs> so who's this guy that's not on my payroll? Yeah. Oh, he works for that Ezra guy. Not allowed to ask me a question. That's assault. And because, can you press yeah. charges against them? We are. We have hired a lawyer. We're going to sue for false arrest and, and assault and false imprisonment. We've got to. You, yes. We have we to. Just, yes. Because and by the way, it keeps on happening. Yes. And, and it will if you don't push back. You you smash a bully in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Sometimes literally. Get, give that website one more time before we have to go to Well, we, we've got a website where you can watch that video. It's Great. standwithdavid.com. Standwithdavid.com. 
and he's such a good egg, and he, you know, he, he sure his questions may have been annoying, but if you don't like annoying questions, don't become the deputy exactly. prime minister. Exactly, exactly. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Huh. Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't think you, sh- you can get arrested for an annoying question, yeah. so. So do see... Yaku, have you been to Colony Ranch? Just outside. Before the complete explosion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, for those who haven't heard, Colony Ridge is uh, this area outside of Houston um, where there are a bunch of illegal immigrants who are able to go in. They're coming into the country and they're buying these houses um, with like not the necessary paperwork that you or I would need in order to secure, you know, a home. And they are able to do that as a lot of weird things going on, including the developer um, donating quite a bit of money to our own Governor Abbott's campaign. So a lot of interesting things going on there, but uh, The Blaze has done a documentary on it. Glenn Beck traveled there. Uh, I think he spoke to the developer. Um, He spoke to a bunch of different people, and you can find that now only on Blaze TV. So you need to be a subscriber to check it out. They are offering uh, an, an offer right now, $30 off. An annual subscription. Use the code Colony Ridge over at BlazeOriginals.com. That is Colony Ridge for $30 off. You guys, we're doing all sorts of fun stuff like this over at Blaze TV, so make sure that you are a subscriber. Yaku Bullions, Ezra Levant, thank you guys for being here. Thank you. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.